My name is Catalina del Carmen, and I'm on a mission to put more cash in the hands of women of color. I'm a wife, mom, amiga, prima, and I happen to run a multiple six-figure coaching business. On this show, I share sales and marketing strategies that keep your business simple, your mindset focused, your bank account big, and your impact even bigger. So if you are on a mission to create generational change and you want to make a lot of money doing it, welcome to the Latinas Booked Out Podcast. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to Latinas Booked Out Podcast. I hope you are having a wonderful, wonderful week. I are getting started with a wonderful week. I'm so excited to be here talking about what I'm talking about today, which is client experience. So for those of you who don't know, I worked at Nordstrom for a really long time. So I was in the restaurant industry from 15 years old as a hostess until 18, and then I became a server for 18, 19 18, 19, maybe? I don't know. But around 19, 20 years old, I started working at Nordstrom. And when I started working at Nordstrom, I really started to understand customer service. And if you don't know anything about Nordstrom, Nordstrom values customer service more than anything. Um, They are all about making sure that the client experience is really a good one. And one of the most pivotal moves that Nordstrom has made in the last like 10 to 20 years was they doubled down on technology early, early on and adopted creating and investing in making sure that their website was up to date when a lot, a lot, a lot of old school businesses like Nordstrom, old school department stores and things like that weren't making those, like, um, uh, weren't making those types of decisions. They were like, oh no, people aren't going to buy from online, la la la. And I just learned so much working at Nordstrom. I really, really, really learned what it was to prioritize customer service And I had a lot of jobs there. I had 12 different jobs in eight years working at Nordstrom. I um, was a salesperson. I was managers. I was an assistant manager, manager of many different departments. My last job there was personal stylist manager. I was a beauty stylist manager. I had the best jobs. Honestly, I look back at my time at Nordstrom and I had so much fun. But I want to talk about client experience because I think my point of view is is very different than what I've heard from other coaches. And I want to talk about that because I think it's so important to think about the experience that your client has when you are marketing and when you are launching and actually putting yourself in their putting yourself in their position and experience what they experience 
So last week I did a training. It was all about launching. I did an entire launch training for my mastermind clients in Show Up and Lead Mastermind and my one-on-one coaching clients. It was open to all my clients. And one thing we talked about in the launch planning part of my training was the client experience. Like what is their experience through your launch planning? What do you have to think of when you're planning your launch? And I think a lot of people, when they think of launching, they're thinking about selling and they're thinking about their business and they're thinking about themselves and like what's the best for the business and how are you going to sell it and you just make decisions and you go out there and sell. But the client experience is so important to your launch and I want you to be able to listen to today's episode and really think like, huh, I wonder what my client's experience is when they're trying to work with me or when they are experiencing my launch. Like, what does that look like for them? So that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the client experience and what they experience when you are selling or what I should say, what I want you to consider from a client facing point of view when you are selling and when you are launching. Okay. But before we get into that, I want to talk about a couple things. Number one, if you are in the Bay Area, April 23rd, it's a Sunday from, let's see, 9.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m., I am hosting a brunch. It's called Business Brunch, and I'm going to be doing a little training. It's not going to be a huge training, but it's going to be training and coaching and networking for a pretty small group of people. So if you want to come, I want to invite you. You could find out below in the show notes, or you could look at my Instagram at Kat Del Carmen and go to the link in my bio and you can sign up there. If you're in the Bay Area, you're an entrepreneur, coach, woman of color, I invite you to come. It's going to be so much fun. We already have um, the the list going and I'm just so excited. I don't do a lot of in-person live events. I'm doing four of these, by the way. So I'm doing one in the Bay Area. I'm doing one in LA soon after this, this one coming up. I'm going to do one in New York towards the end of the year, probably around October time. And then I'm going to do one more city. I don't know where though. So if you have any ideas, let me know on Instagram. (laughs) All right. I wanted to talk about that. I also wanted to remind you that if you've taken something away from this podcast, it would mean so, so much to me if you could take a moment to leave a, to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Or if you could share it with friends, share it on your Instagram stories, share the episodes that you find the most valuable with your network. This is how the podcast grows and it really just helps me realize like what content is actually helpful for you guys. So yeah, thank you ahead of time for that. All right, y'all, let's talk about client experience when you are selling to them, when you are launching, right? 
So the way I think about this and the way I was phrasing this to my clients is I want you to think about the client facing decisions that you have to make when you're planning your launch. Okay. So I have a list of them in front of me and I'm going to kind of talk about each. So the first thing I want you to think about is your marketing plan, but I want you to think about your marketing plan from a perspective of what is the experience I'm bringing my clients on in my marketing? So a marketing plan could look like I'm going to post this, I'm going to, you know, put some reels out, do some lives, send some emails, whatever. Look, this looks different for everyone. There's no right way to do a marketing plan. So this is absolutely looks different for all of my clients, my one-on-one clients, my mastermind clients. It just looks different for everyone. But what I really want you to ask yourself here is what is the experience that my client, clients and audience are going through as they experience me talking about my program? So what themes What themes are they seeing within your marketing? What themes do you want them to see? When I talk about themes, I mean like what topics are you talking about in circles, right? So for me, I talked about getting fully booked a lot, especially as it pertains to the mastermind because that's one of the things that I teach, right? So getting fully booked is a big part of the conversation that I am having with my audience and with my clients. That is something that they know that they can come to me for. That's a theme, right? Also, I want you to think about like, what are the emotions that you want to invoke through your marketing? So like, how do you want your clients to feel as they consume your content during your launch or while you're selling? How do you want them to feel? Do you want them to feel powerful? Do you want them to feel prepared? Do you want them to, to, what do you want them to feel? Think about that and ask yourself that question. Like if you, if this was an orchestra, right? And you were the, I don't even know what the (laughs) name of the person, the leader who like has the little stick. I don't know their name. But if that was you, right? And your entire marketing or all the instruments and stuff, how would you want to deliver? Think about that. And I want to be clear here. This isn't about creating a perfect marketing plan. This is just spending some time to think about the experience that your audience is going through consuming your content, right? Like people that are interested in working with you, what is their experience? So the second thing I think about is call the call, what I call the call to action experience. So when I talk about the call to action experience, I want you to really think, what is the experience that they get, right? My audience gets when they, when I'm telling them a call to action. So like you'll hear a lot of people make a lot of offers and have a lot of call to actions. Like make sure you, you know, go to my link in bio for this or DM me this or DM me for this or make sure to sign up for my email newsletter in my link in bio. One thing I always want you to be doing, especially during a launch, but 
always on a regular basis is really checking, checking your call to action experience. What does it look like for someone to look at a piece of content, to press your link in bio or to press the button on that email and then get that opt-in page, right? Get that page where they sign up for whatever it is they're signing up for, putting in their name, putting in their email, and then what happens when they give you that information? Do they get like a basic like, okay, you got it. Does it go back to your website? Does it go to a different training? I just want you to think about it. I'm not telling you there's like a right way to do it. I just want you to consider that those little experiences are important. They're important. You you can build trust just from that experience. So I just want you to think about that. And I also want you to think about the buying experience. What is the buying experience? So once someone's paid to work with you, like once they the payment goes through, they they paid, they did they did their part. What does it look like after that? What is the experience that they go through? And this is where automations obviously are so incredibly helpful. And debating on where your business is and what stage your business is, you may have automations, you may not. And that's not a problem. It's something you get to. And I, I don't believe you need to prioritize for uh, at least until you hit somewhere around like 30, 40K. But... And, and, and I mean, uh, yeah, we could talk about onboarding. That's a whole other, uh, whole other experience. Well, well, we'll actually talk about that next. But from a buying experience, I want you to like really ask yourself, like, how, what is that experience like? Like, are you offering, like, what type of payments are you offering? When they click that button, is it easy to pay? Like, are you still using Venmo? Are you still, and I, I think some people use Venmo. There's like Venmo business, so... I'm not saying things with judgment. I'm just not aware. (laughs) But I had an experience um, last year where some, by the way, this is a person making a lot of money. They're probably making like multiple six figures. And I asked them to send me an invoice because I owed them money for um, being a part. They did something for my program. And they didn't want to send me the invoice because Stripe was going to take some of the cut. And I thought to myself, wow, how much energy does it take for this person to dodge Stripe as a multiple six-figure earner? I was like flabbergasted. I was like, what? Like, how are people at this level still doing this? I was just really surprised and it made me think like, what's your buying experience? What's my buying experience? What's the buying experience when someone decides to work with you? Like, is it efficient? Are your payment methods efficient? Is it easy? Is it clear? Are you explaining it? What does that look like? And then I, I, one one thing I want to share with you is onboarding experience, which there's a lot I can uncover here. And I'm not going to talk about like all the efficiencies in terms of onboarding because there's so much that's a lot to unpack. 
But I do want to share an experience I had when I bought my laptop, my Apple MacBook Pro. Okay. So last year at the end of the year, my laptop just broke. It just stopped working. And I had that laptop for a really long time. And I actually didn't even, um, I didn't, I didn't buy that laptop. My husband works in, um, it. So this laptop was like an old laptop from like his old job and it was like a brand new Mac. So I had been using that in my business for a really long time. So this was the first time I actually bought like a brand new MacBook pro. And when I brought it home, I put it on my dining room table and I looked at it. Right. And I was like, okay, how do I open this thing? And there was like a little tag, a little plastic. It was like a nice, smooth plastic tag sticking out. And it basically was like, right here, this is where you open me. (laughs) That's what I feel like that little tag said. And I was like, oh, perfect. And then I pull the tag and then it's smoothly, I don't know if smoothly is the word, but that's what it felt like. It smoothly went all around the the entire box so it opened all the way and then right before right before it completely you know cut off whoever constructed this left a little space where it wasn't cut so that the entire piece of plastic would stay in one piece which for me as the person opening it right like and this is like I don't know if this would be under onboarding experience or what, but for me, I remember thinking, wow, how nice is this that I don't, I didn't have to get a knife. I didn't have to get scissors. I didn't have to get all these like crazy things to open this. It was so easy to open. It's like they were literally thinking about the experience of opening like taking off the plastic, like that had thorough intention. So I took off the plastic and I was so delighted because, because the, it, the, the, cut, the little pre-cut didn't go all the way through. What happened was the entire piece of plastic was one piece of plastic. And I was like, wow, that's so genius because I hate it when I'm opening something and then I have to get scissors and then like I cut one piece and then there ends up being like five pieces of plastic and I have to pick it up and then it's hard to pick up. And and they just thought about it so well. So I I took off the the smooth plastic. I don't even think it's plastic. It's like, a don't know. It probably was plastic. And I put that aside. And then the box easily opens. There's no stickers on the side. It just opens right up. I take off the top and the laptop's right there. And I'm like, perfect. And then it has a little opening on the side of where the, it has a little indented opening on the side of um, the packaging so I could lift up the, the laptop with my finger. And that's exactly what I do. I take it out. I move the box. And then the box is also has this like papery, kind of feels like parchment paper has this like paper to protect it but like all around it right and then again it had a little tag like I knew exactly where to go to remove this paper and I'm like perfect 
and I pull the little paper and then it has me um, like unfold unfold this paper from the top and it has like a little bit of a stick to it, right? Like very lightly. So I just like removed it all the way through and it was like one, and again, it, it Apple thought about this so deeply that the entire experience that covered the top of the laptop, the back of the laptop and the keyboard and the screen, all of it was like one thing. It was like one piece of paper parchment paper (laughs) definitely wasn't parchment paper but it was like one piece which means like it was so easy to like just take off I didn't have to rip things I knew exactly how to do it it like guided me like literally this thing guided me on like here you go next here you go next here you go next here you go next voila now you got your laptop and then and then When I opened the laptop, it immediately was like, I don't know, I don't know (laughs) the sound that Apple makes. (laughs) Just that sound of like, I'm on, I'm turned on. And it was like half full battery. And it was like, welcome, Spanish, or what language would you like? Picked the language. Sign into Apple, signed into Apple. Like that, the entire experience of opening that laptop was so incredibly impressive to me. It was so thoughtful. They literally put that much thought and consideration of taking off the packaging. And this is what makes Apple Apple, right? Like this is the stuff that makes Apple, Apple. They think deeply about client experience. They think deeply about like they have, the way I like to think about this is they have deep empathy. They empathize with the person who has to go get scissors to open this laptop and then they can't find the scissors and they're like, I swear the scissors are here. And then they're like, fuck, I guess I'll use my freaking kitchen knife that I spent all this money on. And then you use the kitchen knife and you feel bad doing it. And then you rip the plastic and then you take off the plastic, but then it's not coming off of like one, one side of the box. And it's like this whole irritating thing that can happen that is very, very common experience when you're opening any type of tech, like tech packaging, hardware packaging. And they thought about it. And this is what I mean by thinking about the client experience. Like what is the experience that your audience is getting when you're, when you were telling them like, oh, go to my link in bio or go to my website or watch this training, right? Like, what is that experience and how can we make that simpler? How can we make that easier? How can we make it more comfortable to buy? So from like an onboarding point of view, right? When I'm planning for my launch, for the next launch, a show up and lead, I'm thinking when I'm the one about the onboarding experience, I'm like, I want to make sure that every question they have is uncovered. 
I want to make sure that everything that they can think of in their mind that's a question about the program, about paying, about when we're getting started, about how to, where to log in and like everything. I want to be sure that I'm answering those questions. And I also want to invoke the emotion of excitement, right? Like people love, love, love investing in expensive things. And I know investing in coaching is super nerve wracking, but then the minute you do, it's so exciting. It's exciting after you pay. After you pay, it's like, yeah, oh shit, I did that shit. I believe in myself. And it's like, how can we optimize that and make it an even better experience for our clients? What's the communication look like? What's the communication that you have set up after people buy? Have you thought about that? And if not, I want you to take a moment. What do you want to communicate to them? What do they need to know that'll that will better prepare them for your program to be successful in your container, to be successful in coaching with you? And the answer isn't throwing a whole bunch of content and stuff. People think that more stuff is better. It's a lie. It's the simpler, the more intentional processes that are the best. It's the simple stuff. It's creating something that's easy and understandable and thoughtful. And that's a big goal of mine for the next launch of Show Up and Lead Mastermind. I'm really thinking about that experience that they go through after they buy and all the way until when we start and the delivery starts, right? The delivery of the program. And the last thing on this list that I have that I wanted to share with you from a place of like when you're planning for your launch or you're selling even, like what are you auditing the delivery? What does that delivery look like? Now for one-on-one coaching, this could be, you know, this could be a little wonky because it's one-off, but I want you to ask yourself like what does it look like? to be working with you. And trust me, I look, when I say this, I I'm, I cringe myself because there's so much work I want to do. So I don't want you to like think of all this and be like, oh, I should have this together and I should have this together and I should have this together and I should have this together. That's not the point of this. The point is how do we improve the client experience? How can we make working with us, working with me, right? How can you make working, anyone working with you an incredible experience? Not a complicated one, not a big one, but an intentional one. How can we invoke the emotion that like I had opening that laptop box when I bought the MacBook Pro, like if I could name the emotion I had, it was probably like something like, well, definitely impressed. I was so impressed with the thoughtfulness. I was so impressed with the thoughtfulness of it. 
Like it reminded me, it was like, you know, when your server, like the minute that your drink, you're at a restaurant and the minute you're like done with your iced tea, they just like come, somebody comes right by and like pours you a fresh one and adds the lemon and like make sure it's just the way you had it before. And then I'm like, Jesus, you guys are on top of it. Like that type of feeling like, wow, they really think of everything. This is the way I'm thinking of my client experience. And I challenge you to do that too. I don't challenge you to try to be perfect and make this perfect. I just challenge you more than anything to think about it, to empathize, to empathize with your clients, with your audience that is experiencing your marketing. What is that experience? All right, y'all. I hope this was helpful. And for those of you who are interested in Show Up and Lead Mastermind, Show Up and Lead Mastermind opens for enrollment in June, and we get started in August of 2023. But if you don't want to wait until then, I am working with limited spots for one-on-one coaching for the next month. So if you're interested in working with me one-on-one so we can get started now and get you to where you want to be in your business, book a call with me using the link below, or you can go to my link in bio on Instagram or my website, Cat Del Carmen. And if you're interested in the mastermind, make sure to get on the wait list so you could get into the next August cohort. Y'all, I'm so, so excited for summertime, (laughs) summertime and spring. I hope wherever you are, the weather's getting better. I think it's getting a little bit better here in LA, but I will see you next time, y'all. Have a good one. Bye. Hey, amiga. If you are not on my email list, you are missing out on some juicy content. I share sales and marketing tips every single week. Plus, you're the first to know about new freebies and webinars and all the other things fun happening. To get on the list, sign up for my free training, How to Sell Out for Figure Offers. This training will also shift your mindset around what it really takes to book out your coaching business. So sign up in the show notes or on my website, catdelcarmen.com to be added to the email list. I will see you next time. Mwah.